So live, one half of the Neuro Nerds, this dude right here is interviewing one third of the Stromy. That's a lot of fractions. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Math. <laughs> Tamson Butler. Boom. Oh, she took my boom. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. About, <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. We have a very special episode today. I say very special. I say that all the time because I think all of our episodes are really special. But even more so today because I have one third of the Stromies here, Miss Tamson Butler. Hey. Hello. Uh, <laughs> that didn't sound monotone at all. I'm working on it. And on top of that, I also have a very special guest. I have Tamson's daughter, Monet. Hi. Oh, why is this special? Because we're, well, number one, I have Tamson here, which is super dope. I'm very excited. Also, Monet is going to give her perspective on how she dealt with, like, you telling the story of your mother's stroke because you were a big part of that. Yeah. You were a horrible kid. You didn't listen to your mother. Absolutely. But we'll get into <laughs> that. Um, so so T- Tamsin is from Nebraska. Not from Nebraska. I live in Nebraska. She lives in Nebraska. And apparently when you get there, they give you corn and a tractor. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yeah, and yeah, a I, lot I, of positivity. I always assumed it was that. I always assumed it was that. Now I know for sure Confirmed. that's what it is. Yeah. And I heard that tractors out... No, I'm not, I'm not gonna get in a whole track of <laughs> So, Tamson, you had your stroke in 2015, correct? Yep, in July 2015. July? Oh, that's my birthday month. Oh, so, you're coming up on your stroke anniversary? I am coming up on my four year stroke anniversary. Oh, wow. Are you, are, is that a big deal? Like, are, like do you celebrate your stroke anniversary? We, we like do a, celebrate it. Yeah, we yeah. celebrate it as though it's my birthday. That's all so that, it fun. kind of is. It's, it's your rebirth. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so tell the people, it always sounds so weird because like nobody here, but like, <laughs> oh yes, all the people that are definitely here. <laughs> yes. The people in the room, but there's several, this is actually a lot more people than are normally here. It's just me and my co-host and like Felice, like yelling at us to stay on track. <laughs> but, um, what type of stroke did you have? Tell us how you, like the, the, the chain of events that led to your stroke. I had an ischemic stroke, um, blood clot up to the brain. Didn't realize that I had a hole in my heart, actually a few couple holes in my heart yeah is that right yeah scott's telling me i had three holes in my heart scott is tamson's very attractive husband yes he's very attractive i'm looking at him right now and i'm enamored thank you i love you Um, i I was too and i got lost in his eyes (laughs) (laughs) um so massive ischemic stroke holes in the heart and we're still trying to figure out they say i have some sort of genetic predisposition toward blood clotting but now they're looking and they can't find any sort of tangible uh evidence of that i know Yay. it's fun it's so much fun oh that's not awkward that doesn't make me no. feel uncomfortable at all no wait so you had uh because i i hear this frequently with the hole in the heart right mm-hmm. yeah do you close that yeah well they went in because i had the stroke in september no in july and by september they had gone in and fixed the hole so you had heart surgery yeah but it was really easy they didn't do the open heart open chest what is that called open heart, surgery. open heart surgery yeah. thank you they went up through yeah, oh, they went up through my femoral so artery. so strange that they worked uh-huh. their way up. It's yeah, odd. and I woke up before it was done. Did you really? Yeah, they were tugging on the thing to bring it out, and I woke up, and I look up, and there's my cardiologist pulling on this thing and looking up at me like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, like somebody, I'm, not, I'm supposed to be asleep right now. Did you feel it? No, I mean, I felt the tugging, but no pain. That's it was so very weird. strange. Uncomfortable. Oh my god! Yeah. Like I would have nightmares. You have nightmares? No. Really? It, it wasn't that bad. It was just. Oh yeah, like, it was only heart surgery. 
It's well, only heart surgery. They only just put a tube up through my thigh to my heart. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. Exactly. It's fine. But it was all positive because, you know, they said do this and you won't have another stroke. And I said, okay. That's absolutely positive. Hey, yeah. is your favorite extreme song, Hole in My Heart? <laughs> <laughs> it should be. <laughs> That's so crazy. So they so even after they sealed the hole in your heart, you still have a tendency to um, produce blood clots? Well, that's debatable because that's what my neurologist, who we couldn't understand, told us that I had, what does she call it, a genetic mutation? Yeah. She said I had a genetic oh mutation. God, you're an X-Man. Well, that's what Scott says, too, all the time. <laughs> I am pretty amazing. But no, she kept saying genetic mutation, genetic mutation. So that's what we pulled from what we could understand. She had a very thick Romanian accent. It was really weird because she was Chinese. That's what was so <laughs> bizarre. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so from her Chinese Romanian training, yeah, no, she kept saying genetic mutation. So we took that as to mean I had a genetic mutation that made my blood clot. But, but then, then, but then <laughs> there, wait, there's, there's more. more. Yeah. <laughs> we got to this year when my uh, neurologist says, you know, now that things have calmed down, I think you need to see a hematologist just so we can get you tested and figure out what everything's right. going on. Blood doctor. Yeah. So I went there and he tested me all sorts of ways. And he says, you don't have any of the reasons why you should have clotting blood. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they know there was a blood clot. They don't know why there was a blood clot. That's so great. Isn't it fantastic? So Not are you one of those people that needs to know? It would be helpful to me to know. I don't like the whole mystery part of it. Right. Because like, what? okay, so, so what's stopping it from happening again? Because they I, don't know, right? I think the fact that they healed up my heart. Right stops it from happening again but i mean i could get a clot in theory i guess exactly like yeah. if you just magically produce uh your your x-men superpowers like to yeah. create blood clots out of it's nowhere like the worst superpower it really is hang on it? i'm gonna clot oh look at that blood clot woman. <laughs> yeah blood clot woman <laughs> oh God. i tell you that sounds horrible I, <laughs> I would not want to be that for halloween that's that makes me very uncomfortable because if i think long enough like I, i've said this before I, I kind of need to know things and yeah. if I don't, it drives me a little bit crazy. So yeah. like, I know somebody knows if aliens are real. I know somebody <laughs> knows. And if I think about it long enough, it will really bother me. Yeah. It might take over my life, you know? So I try not to like, think about that. Thank goodness. I know exactly why I had my stroke was an idiot, unchecked high blood pressure, living terribly, not processing stuff, but like, at least I know, yeah. you know, have you done anything different since your stroke? I mean, not really because I was living very healthily before my stroke. I mean, I was, you know, a fitness instructor and ate really well and, you know, plant-based diet mostly. Yeah. Oh, and that's so, that's the food my food eats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, yeah. We, so, we don't eat beef or pork anymore. Yeah, we don't eat beef but, or pork anymore. And that was my neurologist yeah. to do that. But before that, we'd already stopped eating it because Monet told me it's bad for the environment. Yeah. So I watched a documentary and I was like, we are never, ever going to eat beef again. And then as soon as her neurologist said it, I was like, now we have beef. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it's medically advised, and that's a neurologist. Yeah, right. So it's, it's, wait, which documentary did you watch? Was uh, it was it uh, conspiracy? Oh no, you should watch Food Inc. Okay, food, I will. Food Inc. Super. Dope. We should never eat anything. Yeah, no, no, it's scary. I'm just saying, even vegetables, even veggies. There was oh my gosh, there's a study that some plants can feel fear, and now I feel really bad. Like they're like, oh what is it? oh like the rate that they produce certain hormones will like increase when you're like cutting them you, you know what i want to do i just want to food talk i, 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 I want to walk past like i don't know a, like an apple tree and scream at it i just want to see did i just scare those apples are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support well the neuro nerds are here to help 
Join our hashtag #UsoRock Facebook group at facebook.com/groups/UsoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at joesorocks.com/UsoRock, and submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. rock. <laughs> Stop okay, so you you had your stroke. Yes. That's it's, it's so weird to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because saying it so casually. Like, right. Oh, no, yeah. So, that's true. Hey, you remember that time I almost died? Well, it's just weird because we're, you know, moderately young, at least yeah. for a stroke. Absolutely. You know, it, it's it's re- really, re- it's really bizarre. I was 39 when I had my stroke. I know you're looking at me. You're like, this 18 year old? Yes, I know. Um, so I, it was. How did he read my mind just there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the Benjamin Button thing. I'm getting younger. Um, did you know anything about strokes before you had one? Well, my grandfather died of a stroke. Oh, so sorry. So I knew that it could be fatal. That's right. what I knew about it. And I knew that Scott's grandfather had died of a stroke. Oh, my gosh. So that was what I was thinking when I was having the stroke. I was like, people die from this. Am I dying right now? Right. You know. Were you coherent? Fairly. Okay. I mean, I still, I mean, my thoughts were still going pretty well. Yeah. For the most part. I couldn't convey convey. anything. It was hard. Yeah. You, were you, you weren't able to, to speak. You could think of it. You couldn't audibly say anything? It was pretty well, jumbled. I could, it was... Like in my mind, I was speaking normally, but then I could hear myself and I was like, who is that? Because it was yeah. very slowed down. And it was like as if Google Translate couldn't figure it out when you were trying to say. Yeah. Your brain was like trying to say it. And then like your mouth was like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. But I knew I was having a stroke. Just And you knew symptoms. it was a stroke. I did. That's so crazy. Yeah. I So, so I, I've said it a million times, I didn't really know what a stroke was until I had mine. So I would think stroke. Oh, yeah, it's a heart attack. Old people get that. That's how I was before. My yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have a stroke. Like not knowing what it even yeah, was. Right. Yeah. Now don't you don't you feel bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making fun of your mind. So I, I it's kind of a heart attack, but like for your brain. It's yeah. a brain attack. You know, it's, brain so attack. it's a heart attack for your brain. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're going to transition over to Monet. Monet is going to tell your version yes. of your mom having the stroke. Like uh, yes. t- tell us in your words exactly what happened. Okay, so we had just gotten home from the grocery store, and my mom was leaning down under the sink counter where we put our dog biscuits, and so we were, and then she just, like, laid down, and she's like, can you get me a pillow? And I was like, what? In the so, kitchen? In the kitchen. She just, like, laid down, and I was like, so, and then everything just started to go wrong. Like, you couldn't really, like, speak. It was just like, and so I was like, I'm calling dad, and you were like, no, don't call dad. No, I'm calling dad. So I called him and I told him what was going on. And then my dad called 911 and then the ambulance got there. Yeah, they took you away to the hospital. <laughs> I am so glad you don't listen to your mother. Me no, I'm just kidding. too. <laughs> well, Me so, too. Do you remember like co- like coinciding with what her version of the story? Do you remember like the chain of events? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I like stood over her in the way that I tell you that <laughs> I was like, still. Yeah, no, you're not so tough now, are you, mom? Yeah. <laughs> Start kicking me. <laughs> 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 what a turn of yeah, events. Yeah, be, be home by what time? Yeah. No, I mean, when I say that my thoughts were coherent, it's like I had coherent thoughts, but they weren't correct. I don't know if that makes sense because oh, absolutely. my thought was, don't call dad. I don't want him to see me having a stroke. It wasn't, yeah. don't call dad. I'm, you know, I don't want I'm fine. See, you know, it was very strange. It's like it didn't make any sense. Now yeah. I look back and I'm like, that was really stupid to say, don't call dad. Yeah. And I'm really glad she didn't listen to me. But yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so I'm lying on the ground and I'm thinking, you know, am I dying right now? And she's standing over me and she's got hands her hands on, on her hips. hips. <laughs> and she goes, 
you're not all right. You're not okay. I'm calling dad. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, okay. You're like, yep, I raised a sassy daughter. Yeah. And I was like, thank <laughs> God she's so defiant because I yeah. probably wouldn't have made it had she not called dad. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. Listen to me. Yeah. We're calling dad. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That really, you saved your mother's <laughs> life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's, yeah. you're a superhero. You need a cape. I mean, she does have a nice like mother. If you guys didn't see it, it was the most magnificent hair flip <laughs> ever. That's in, that's incredible. How long did it take for for everything to happen for the ambulance to get there for like that process to it lay out? It seemed really slow and really fast at the same time. By the that time I got to the like, ER, which is maybe five minutes from our house, mm-hmm. it amazing. was only about twenty minutes from the onset of yeah. the stroke that's because a, they asked us what time timing. did it start. Right, because they wanted to do TPA, but they had to make right. sure it was within that time frame. Yeah, were they able to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, hey. Yeah, the TPA scary. was fantastic. Because when uh-huh. I got to the hospital for a while, I was mute. I couldn't speak at all. Mm-hmm. But then once the TPA started working, my words started coming back. Yeah, I remember oh. I came in there with a clipboard and a pencil, and I was like, "Okay, what do I need to do?" And you were like, "Make spaghetti." So I was like, "Make spaghetti." <laughs> like I like wrote down everything that needed to happen. I was like, "This is I'm taking control. We're doing this. Let's go." Yeah. Oh, my God. How proud are you of this little chick over here? I mean, amazingly proud. You know, I think she has a tendency to take the world up on her shoulders, though. So sometimes I'm like, you got to calm down. I'm like, you no, know, no, you no. don't have to do everything. But you don't listen to mom. Yeah, she's yes. very much I like you, though. She's very much take control and she's yeah. going to take care of it. I don't even let you fill up my water bottle. No, she won't let me fill I'll up be getting ready like, for dance. She's like, do you need help? I'm like, no, I'm fine. And I, like, won't let her fill up my water bottle because, like, I need to know that I filled up my water bottle. The real reason? You're like, I don't want mom to poison me. <laughs> That's what you get for kicking me when I was having yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember not listening to me? <laughs> so maybe Joe can tell you a little story about why you shouldn't allow yourself to get so stressed out. So. Oh, no. The reason. I was going to say the reason I'm bald. No, genetics. <laughs> so this little, little scar that I have here. Uh-huh. Uh, my little Harry Potter scar. That came because of stress. My... Mm. A stroke was due to unchecked high blood pressure so i went my entire adult life my entire like life basically i didn't really go to doctors i grew up oh, super okay. poor mm-hmm. and i never really um processed anything i took way too much on i never kind of like let things go so that built up and built up and built up until a vein in my brain exploded okay so <laughs> not very good to start out this young and be that stressed to take that yeah. much on so mm-hmm. it's a balance it's the yin and yang of life it's joe's new thing it's the yin and yang of life it really yeah. is there's like the good and the bad mm-hmm. right so like for every amazing thing there's a terrible thing for every terrible thing there's an amazing thing so yeah. if you don't have to take on a little bit extra stuff don't, don't. and worry about like here here's my favorite thing circle of control everything inside of the circle is what you can control only you yeah. The, the way you react, the way you function, mm-hmm. what you say, what you do. Everything outside of that, you have no control over. So why are you stressing yourself out with it? Okay. All you can do is control how, like, if, if mom's like, I, I don't know why you're doing this. Because <laughs> this is how I parent. Like He's that. Like, <laughs> Finger in the air. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> so if, if your mom is saying something that you don't like, you can't yeah. control your mom from saying that. What you can do is control how you react. <laughs> I'm really Just frightened wait, right mom. now. Send help. All, all, all you have to, all you can do is control how you react to what she's saying. Gotcha. That's it. That's all you can do. Or you can try to make her feel bad and be like, oh, really, mom? Do you remember when I saved your life? Oh, you know, remember that little thing that happened yeah. a while ago? You yeah. know, oh, you remember this alive? conversation you're having only because I saved your life? Remember why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> she, she could kind of say the same thing. That's true. You know, so like you guys are even. Yeah. yeah. I'd say we're pretty even. Yeah. That was very threatening. I'm sorry. 
okay. He's like, it's okay. I'm going to smother you in your sleep. <laughs> With hugs. With, <laughs> yes. Hugs. Alleged hugs. If a pillow is a hug, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Enjoy it. Hey, just, just kiss okay, the Okay. Can we just be clear? I am not going to murder my daughter. <laughs> This is a PSA. I love her very much. <laughs> yes, we we don't condone, condone that. I do. We don't. Oh, Just kidding. Sake. Joking. We're devolving. <laughs> as we do every episode. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. So, post-stroke. Yes. Deficits. What are you dealing with? Mostly cognitive deficits. I do have um, weakness on my left side. And mostly it's like my um, coordination isn't very good on my left side. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can hide that for the most part. Just like I can hide my cognitive deficits. Mm -hmm. But I get confused really easily. I have impulse control issues. So like I'll say things. (laughs) Before I filter them, it just comes out. (laughs) And everybody looks at me like that was totally inappropriate. And I'm like, what? Why? We went to the zoo. And (laughs) (laughs) she hates the story. But I'm going to tell it anyways. And we went to this new exhibit where you could supposedly feed giraffes. And my mom was so excited. Feeding giraffes. Hello. Yes. I'm excited. Thank you. I'm excited, too. And so we went up to, like, a little station to go get the food. And you want to say what you thought you said when they said I thought, because they said, (laughs) I said, can I buy some of the leaves to feed the giraffes? And they said, what was it, that they were out of leaves? They were like, oh, sorry. It's not their feeding time anymore. And I thought I said, oh, hey. But Monet has a totally What? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, just so loud. I think she's embellishing. No, 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 no. Put that out there. If if anything, she might be underplaying. Yeah, I don't want to explode the mic. And I was just standing behind her, just like, oh, no. (laughs) And I just steered her away. Well, I was very disappointed because (laughs) I envisioned myself feeding these giraffes. And Mm -hmm. I was super And we've been talking about it for a couple days. Yeah, and so when it didn't happen, I was kind of crestfallen. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I cried a little. Like, my emotions, there's no dulling my emotions now. Yeah. There's no filter. Right? Uh Yeah. Like, emotional regulation for me is the worst. Yeah. I I don't have much control over it. And, like, afterwards, I'm like, what is wrong with me? And then I have to take a step back and be like, oh, yeah, I had a brain injury. Yeah. You know? There, There is something wrong with I know what it is. There is. Okay. And I, you, you said something that, that speaks to me. Like, oh, I can hide the yeah. deficits. Why yeah. do we do that? Why do we have to do why, the, why do we feel the need to hide what's wrong with us? Because we're neurodiverse people living in a neurotypical world. That was, so a, that was okay. an excellent answer. I was going to say, wow. I, you and I, we're vain. Oh, okay, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> we probably think this song is about us. Um, no, I don't so, like people thinking that I'm less than. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I didn't like, I didn't like, I didn't say or admit that I had a stroke, like I wouldn't talk about it regularly. The first year out of the hospital, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really talk about. It. I wouldn't talk. I it took me almost a full year to actually say even to myself, I had a brain injury. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. It's strange because it's so weak. It's so you you feel so vulnerable that mm-hmm. you know like there's something wrong. Like you don't have any control. So you you had no control over it. Mine, I was 100 percent control over my stroke. It was 100 percent my fault. Yeah, you know. So and and it's 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 just this whole weird weird crazy thing. It drives you crazy. It's like oh wow, my brain tried to kill me. You know, yeah. it's that's and your your body try to kill you. You don't even know why. Well, at least you can pinpoint your reason. I can. For me, it's like, well, I know I had these holes in my heart, but what was with the blood clot? You know, yeah. So, so. weird. Where did it? What? Well, yeah, knows? yeah. Who knows? Little, little did you know, <laughs> Monet injected it into your body. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you went to a very dark place. <laughs> I don't know Guess if I'm what, mom. Hey, hey, when you guys came in here, the first thing you said is, "Hey, this place would be amazing for a cult." <laughs> Well, you pull up, you pull up to Joe's house, and it's like this really narrow driveway, and there's these houses all there, and 
was thinking, what a great compound this would be for like-minded people. <laughs> I'm recruiting. <laughs> I'm recruiting brain-injured people. Follow my Instagram. That would be the most confused community ever. Oh, my gosh, like, right? The most like, confused cult. They're like, wait, so why are we here again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody's, I'm That's crying brilliant. in the corner. And, yeah. That's you're brilliant. in robes, and you're like, wait. There would be, be a lot, like, our saying would be, wait, what? <laughs> you guys all trying to remember your, like, um, chants. Yeah, let's say the chance. Wait, what robe. are they? Hang on. It's like written it? on your arm. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> like I, I really feel like I have to be my mentor. I have to tattoo things on my body to remember. But then I forget that I'd have them on my on my body. <laughs> so you're a fitness instructor. Yes. How difficult was it to get back in the groove? It was super difficult. But I attribute that to a lot of my, you know, recovery physically mm -hmm. because I forced myself to go back. Oh, I teach yeah. a lot of strength-based classes. I don't teach like dancey dance classes because I have no rhythm since the stroke. Oh, but so, I used wait, to so what you're saying is Monet's rhythm came from daddy. Well, I used to have rhythm. Yeah. Um, but then after the stroke, I kind of lost it. It's very strange. I think mm -hmm. it has to do with the coordination on my left side. Really? Yeah. But so the fact that I had the left side weakness, I'm teaching strength classes. So I'm demonstrating everything. And once I felt like my left side was going to be done, mm -hmm. I would put the weights down and then walk around, walk around the room like, like this. All right, let me I'm see. I'm posturing. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm posturing as though I'm very flexed and I'd be like, good, good work. Good job. But on the inside, I'm like, my left side doesn't work. <laughs> how, how is it today? Like, not just today, but like, how is it like today since the recovery? Is it you progressively know, gotten better? Is I've it noticed like in, the, in the last year, things are getting markedly better, which yeah, is important are. because a lot of doctors will tell you after year one or two, you're done. You know what? But in my last year, I've definitely noticed a lot of improvements. You can peel a potato now. I can peel a potato. I don't want to hear that. Like, I, I, I thought, because I have my, my niece here, I got my nephew in the other room, I was going to curse. I think that's bullshit. I, I think doctors putting limitations on how long your recovery is, is debilitating to a lot of stroke survivors. It yeah. is. I, I met somebody um, online because that's how I meet everybody. It's <laughs> it's. It's dating for brain injury people. It's like it's like <laughs> becoming friends with you know what I mean. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, a friendship app. Like a and Tinder. It's like Tinder for like brain injury people. So she was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going on four years, and and that's it." And yeah. I'm like, "We well, know you can still recover." And she's like, "No, the doctor said after the full first year is where you recover the most, and anything after yeah. that." It'll be minimal at best. I'm like, no, I've seen miracles happen with people several years afterwards, mostly in other countries where they just keep on going. And it's Absolutely. like, oh, wow, I can play piano now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I just think it sucks that doctors are just putting these limitations, these time limits on people. We we can do amazing things with our minds, even though our minds try to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our minds are such weird things, and I don't think they're fully understood by anybody, let alone like a physician. Right. Yeah. So I feel bad for physicians because like when we went in, the very first thing I said was, how much longer till I'm okay? When am I going to be myself again? And they can't answer that. No. But I'm like begging for this tangible timeline. So I can't blame them for saying, oh, a year or two. Right. Yeah. Because I'm like insisting, tell me when I'm going to be I can blame again. them for that. Do your job. Be better. <laughs> okay. Be I don't better. have the story you, you have, it. Joe. You can be as mad as you want oh, yeah, in the medical that's true. community. That's true. <laughs> I'm just like angry. Get off my lawn, doctors. <laughs> Picturing all these doctors on your doctors lawn. Doctors in the cult. <laughs> <laughs> no doctors in the cults. None. If you're a doctor, you're not allowed. <laughs> Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. 
Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. All right. So Monet, after your mom got home from the hospital, did you notice a difference in her personality? Yeah. But I mean, like, obviously it's not bad. Like you're still amazing, obviously. Obviously. But there were some differences. A lot of it, especially when like she first got back, um, she would just like lay on the couch and obviously you're not lazy. Like, it's not like you were like, I'm going to lay on the couch because I can. Like You had to lay on the couch. But, like, before the stroke, she was, would never sit still, ever. And so to, like, see her just, like, sitting on the couch watching TV was so different because it was, like, who is this? Like, it was, like, a completely different person had come home from the hospital. And obviously you're, like, so busy now. So, like, you've definitely gotten back to that. Yeah. But for, like, the first, like, couple months, I, it was just, like, weird. It was, like, having a stranger in the house. Aww. Yeah. Did you feel that? Oh, yeah, it was it was very strange. And I felt so bad for the kids because they were at such a tender age for this to happen to their mom. You know, I mean, it was trauma for them. Right. You know, they were there. They witnessed it when yeah. it happened and they felt that desperation of what do I do? I'm a child and my mom is dying right in front of me. Right. You know? Oh, my yeah. gosh. So it's like, you know, <laughs> I felt very guilty for that, even though the stroke wasn't necessarily yeah, my fault or whatever. And when she said just now that it was like having a stranger in the house, oh, wow. I would say it was like being a stranger in my own body. Yeah. Oh. You know, it was it was very strange. And Monet helped me more than she realizes because, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you helped me a ton. She's she like, yes, was, mother, I saved your life. Yes, and like, well, let's okay. go back to uh, me making sure you were OK. OK, there's that. <laughs> but no, one of my favorite memories from recovery is that I was walking with a walker because my left side wasn't working and it was taking me a long time to get back to walking. Yeah, for real. And she had a safe night coming up at school, which is the night before school starts where all the parents uh-huh. converge upon the school and see the classrooms and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her, uh, Monet, if I go there in my walker, is that going to embarrass you? Aww. And she looked at me and she said, yes, it would. And so from that moment on, I was on safe night. I'm going to walk in there without yes. a walker. And it's like, I just needed that fire. I needed her to push yeah. me like that. And so her being honest about it, some people might be like, that was harsh, but she was yeah, what honest. Yeah, a jerk, Monet. No, it was. I no, but that's honest. She that's was, absolutely yeah, honest. Yeah. Because she for was a kid, the reason I could start walking again. For, for a kid, yeah. you know, so, yeah, speaking of vain, there's nobody more vain than children. So, I mean, you, do you want to see your parent coming over? I was like, because kids are dicks, okay? Oh, Sorry. for real. For, true. How old is your mom? Yeah. What happened? What's wrong with her? All of these things would happen. Now, for adults... Adults say and think these things, you know, yeah. now imagine kids yeah. every single day. Oh, yeah. It would be it would be a problem, mm-hmm. you know. Also, I think it's amazing parenting that you were like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to beat this. Not yeah. just for me. Yeah. It's bigger than me. I'm going to do this for my kids. Yeah. At that point, it wasn't for me. It was for her. And I mean, yeah. I could do anything for my kids. Can you walk to that? I did. I walked yes, all the did. way to the safe night, walked through the safe night, walked, had heart monitors strapped to me, but still yes, made it but through. But you did yeah. it. I don't know why in my head I was like, how great would it be if you just fell? <laughs> You're like, oh, hello. I'm like, I made it. Oh. Hey, remember that time I fell on a flight of steps because yeah. you were vain? <laughs> I also decorated your walker. Let it be known. Yes. Her and her friends attacked my walker with decorative duct tape, duct tape and, and ribbons and no, seashells. No bedazzling? No. No? Lots of sparkles, though. There okay, sparkles, that's good. Just not like actual. Death. Okay, my favorite part about that, though, is that they made this envelope that they mm-hmm. put on there, and it was my mail, they said. So yeah. every time I started to feel down, I reached in there, and there'd be another note from one of them that said Being something like, you like you're this. doing great, you, you got this. I pulled into that so many times. I know, right? How awesome That's incredible. You know what I would have done? I would have put one in there that says, you're never going to make it. <laughs> Yin and yang of life. 
join the cult. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. That's like the sweetest thing in the world. I mean, I know. Sam, you've done a pretty good job with this one over here. I hey. know. Well, wait till you see Abram. They're both fantastic. They, they yes, are. They are. Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say pro tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. Nice transition, producer slash editor slash girlfriend slash caregiver slash awesome person in the background. Do people need to hear this? Right? Sure. All right, so we're going to transition into bringing um, Abram in here. And Abram is Tam's other kid, and he is a year younger? 18 months. 18 months younger than Monet, yet an inch taller than her. I just want to lay that out. Just want to let everybody know. Can you cut that out? That he, <laughs> <laughs> that he definitely has a height advantage over here. So we're going to bring Abram in momentarily. All right, so we kicked Tam Sonata here because who needs to talk to the brain injured? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a <laughs> So we have uh, Abram here along with Monet. So we have the the, the little cherubs. We have yes. you yeah. know um, uh, Tamsin's amazing children, and and it's already been established. Abram is an inch taller than Monet, even Please though he's a year and change younger. You know, yes, own that inch. Yes. Say <laughs> so what's up, Abram. This is awesome. This place is really cool. Yeah. Well, I think it it's it's mostly me, right? Just say I'm really cool yeah. and it makes the place more awesome. Your, your right? ear piercings are awesome. I got to tell your you, dog. kind of killing it. <laughs> my, my dog who's lying on her back with her crotch out to the she's world. She's gorgeous. She, <laughs> she's such a lady. <clears throat> so, Abram, what do you remember about the night? It was, was it nighttime or was it daytime? No, it was daytime. Middle of the, the day. The it day. was like in the middle. 11 a.m. Oh my god, that's so. Uh, you know what? That's a good thing, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it is. Because instead of being like, yeah. wait at the hospital. Well, aside of that, she could have literally just. Well, I'm just gonna go lay down. You know? Yeah. Just gone through exactly. the entire night. I'm just tired. What What do you remember about that night or that um, afternoon? My mom was acting really uh, crabby while we were at the um, the commissary, and that was. But it was weird because we weren't doing anything. Normally, when my mom's crabby, it's because me and my sister were acting like crazy Awful. off the <laughs> children, <laughs> acting like children. Off the chart nuts. Yeah, just off But it was just a little weird. And then she kept complaining about her eye. Yeah. And then, you know, I went into the the other room to play on my 3DS Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was (laughs) awesome. And I remember I heard like a thump and then Monet was just in the room. And I thought like I was nine or ten at this point. Mm -hmm. So I was crazy and so i didn't know what was happening and at first i thought my mom was like pretending to be hurt or something yeah and i was like ha, oh, funny joke and then she looked up at me and she had this look in her eye and i was like yeah oh. you could tell she wasn't joking that's not a joke wow. so of course i started panicking i was nine or ten and my mental yeah. state was fragile yeah, like sobbing i was just losing it monet took control of the situation i yes, was I like <laughs> kind of <laughs> <laughs> but then uh i remember I just kind of lost it after that point. I just was separated from pretty much everything. Right. Yeah. yeah no, that's, that's seems like a dream. That's intense. You know, let, let me ask you a question, Monet. Did you, um, after you kind of process, wow, this is happening after the fact, did you give your time, yourself time to mourn? Like, did you just break down at some point? Cause in that moment you were strong. No, I, it wasn't until like two or th- like two ish years that I like finally like was like, Oh my gosh. And like, broke down because before then my mom was still in like the recovering state and like now she's pretty much back to normal like obviously it's like a new normal but like it's still normal and before then it was like I had to like do a lot of things around the house that I wasn't normally doing it was basically just like 
throwing me in the deep end. Right. And so I was like, well, I can't do it right now. I don't have time. Like, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Also, mm-hmm. you need to process this stuff out. Yes. Nobody wants to be like Uncle Joe. You, <laughs> you got to let this stuff go yes. now because you're young enough. And mm-hmm. none of this was told to me. You got to process this stuff out or else it just uh, um, festers inside and manifests into like horrific things. You yeah. Know? Abram, good job on crying, buddy. No, seriously. Like that's yeah. you, you're, yeah. you're in touch with your emotions. You're not you didn't have to, you know, pretend like everything was fine. Th- that's great. I asked Monet the same question. I asked you, did you notice a difference in your mom's personality when she came home from the hospital? A hundred percent. When she actually got back from the hospital, it was like she was someone I didn't even know. She asked me to give her a hug when she was lying on the couch and I almost didn't want to because I didn't even oh. know who she was. And I did. And she just I when I hugged her, she smelled like hospital. Yeah. And it was just so confusing for me because after that point, I had just separated myself so far from everyone else that just having that little punch to the nuts really didn't help out that much yeah yeah figuratively unless unless tamson actually punched him in the nuts i don't know her left side was like (laughs) oops (laughs) no control sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 amazing how long do you think it took until you were looking at your mom like oh there you are kind of like that hook um the the movie hook where you're like oh there you are peter yeah (laughs) Um. <laughs> you guys are young. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what movie that is, but um, <laughs> stop. <laughs> so I'm gonna make fun of Felice real quick. So, Felice, Felice is like they are not millennial, not you guys, but like no, centennials. Centen- they are not millennials. They are centennials. I was like, yes, because centennials love to be corrected. I know. I'm not talking about them. I'm just talking about overall. Like she had this argument. I hate when centen- they're saying they're millennials. They're not millennials. They're centennials. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm sorry. Uh, what would you say it was like a few months? Was it a year? Was it a couple? Um, there's actually a story behind this. Um, my mom, uh, she was very like adamant about getting better and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we had a flip phones back then. Yeah, uh, my favorite kind of phone. Yeah. Age of raw technology. And I oh. had a video of my mom. <laughs> And we were talking to her and I was like, we're going to the zoo today. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, we're going to see bats. And so I used that as almost a reference because my mom was really herself in that video. Right. And yeah. I remember one day I was just talking to her and she just got out of the shower and she had her towel around and everything. And I was like, mom. And she's like, what? And I'm like, you're you again. And Aww. it was just yeah. a really defining moment that really helped me out, I guess. That's amazing. And she was like, go to your room and clean it. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're back. 110%. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Let's get back to this. You guys shared a flip phone. Oh, it was awful. That it sounds was, like that's, I was. I would like. To I had say, a flip I'm very phone, thankful yeah. that we both have our own phones now. This is actually pretty recent for me. Yes, I, I was gonna. I was gonna say that's borderline abuse. Yes, 110. Yeah. percent I, had I to just want to say this. Yeah. I'm, I'm on your side, I, guys. As soon as I got, um, I started working at my dance studio, and as soon as I started getting any sort of money, I was like, I'm buying a phone. Like that was my very first like big purchase that I ever made. Can I tell you what's hilarious? I could just picture you standing over your mom. We're like, all right, I'm gonna call dad and save your life, but. I'm getting a phone out of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they did pay for half of my first phone. So See, good job. That's the deal. You have to pay for half of your first phone. Yeah. yeah you also pay, you have to pay for half of the therapy that they're going to go through <laughs> because of the because sharing of the, of the phone. Mm-hmm. Incidents. Yeah. They yeah. have like night terrors. On it. Oh, it's my oh, turn. I need to take some. <laughs> Do you remember your moment when you were like, mom, there you are. Yeah. Um, on the shared flip phone. Our background for a while was a picture of our mom before the stroke, and it was her smiling. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as she had the stroke, her smile changed. 
And was it because of the stroke, like uh-huh. the droopy side? It, it like looked almost like a stroop. smirk, but yeah. like instead of like, like she looks really smug all the time. A part <laughs> smile. It's I mean, like, she is, yeah. she but is I mean, like smug, she doesn't look it. Accidentally yeah. smug. And then one day, um, she just turned around and she smiled, and like both of her sides were up. And I was like, Oh wow, what? it's you! Like you're back. What? That's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, so you're kind of a superhero. <laughs> which you know, I say that because you, I think you're rocking a cape right now. It's kind of cool. Um, what would you say to the other kids out there in a similar position, in the same position? Obviously, defy your parents. I just preach yes. that normally. No, no, don't defy your parents. <laughs> Our parents are just watching us right now. I'm just like, don't, don't defy yeah, don't, us. Please don't, don't defy us. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> We're not going to take it. <laughs> no. So, okay, so you know the, the, you know fast. Yes. Right? Yeah. Tell the people. F stands for facial drooping. Yes. Yes, yeah, he, he, look at this team. Yes. You, you, you guys are like Migos. He's your backup. A is for arms. You need to make sure that they can raise both their arms above their head. Yes. <laughs> I don't know any of this, so I'm just going to support S is her. slurred speech. So if they like can't coherently talk to you, and then if all those things happen, it is T, which is time to call 911. Yes. Yes. Which she did. Yes, I did. Well, I called dad and then dad called 911. But, you know. Yeah, you know, that's... A, I started the chain of events. Absolutely. You literally saved... Uh, you saved your family. Right? I mean, when you say it like that. So we, we now know um, Fast, and Abram now knows Fast. Somewhat. Good job. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get a tattooed on his arm, so like he never forget, like, as an underage kid. You know what I mean? Like that's In Nebraska, happen. you can get a your parents' like, signature. Yep. Oh, man. Hey. Yep, that, they, they just got the no. We'll work it. We'll work it. Yeah. So, Come to Nebraska, be our parents. <laughs> so, so, Monet. What would your advice be to kids out there, or actually adults too, seriously, who have an unruly person who's clearly having a stroke or clearly having trouble? Follow your intuition. Like if you know something is wrong and you know that there's a chance that you're able to fix it, you need to be able to fix it. Like if you have the ability to make sure that they are okay, you should be doing that no matter what they're saying. Like Batman. Like who are I mean, you? you know? Are you like a secret crime fighter? This is amazing. Tells me. <laughs> yeah, so so you guys are definitely young because Christian Bale's your Batman. Michael Keaton's my Batman. So I mean, you know, isn't there the dude from Twilight that's gonna play Batman? Oh well, come on, man! Oh, no. That's no so strange. <laughs> I'm 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 anti. So that literally leads into we are the neuro nerds. We've talked a lot about the neuro yes. side of this, and actually, I love the unique perspective of like the kids actually saving the parent, which is just amazing and mind blowing. But speaking, of, we are the neuro nerds. So what what's your nerdum? Guys, we, we, we've got the future here. We've got the little cheerings. We have, you know, uh, a young Mo- Monet Batman crime fighter. You know. And um, well, can I say uh, Abram's your sidekick? I mean, he's a, yes. he's a younger one. You're my tall sidekick. Someone who's taller than someone. Can't yeah, be you could sidekick. be like, uh, uh, well, no, I wouldn't say sidekick. Partner. Say partner. There yes. it is. See? Co-conspirator. Yeah. Partner in crime. Why does it go <laughs> so dark so quickly? So what's, what's your nerdum? Um, Harry Potter. I've <gasps> read, I have seriously read those books probably about 50 times. Oh, like, nerd. Sorry. Nerd. Yeah, uh, Felice is actually re-listening to all of the Harry Potters, and and she was like, "Oh my god, the books are so much better than the movies. There's so much more detail." And blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be driving, and she's like, "Do you mind if we listen to some Harry Potter?" I was like, "Yeah, that's so much better than music." Please, please, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Abram? Uh, I mean, I kind of like technology. Oh, tech nerd. Yes. yes. Like what? Like like uh, uh, g- give me give me a little, little little specifics. Like where you're like, yes, that's it. Um. Well, I'm, I mean, I like hospital technology um when i was in the not when i was in the hospital but when i was visiting my mom 
I was always fascinated by the machines and stuff. So oh I kind of like knowing how those work. That's craziness. Yeah. I That's also awesome. like food. Yeah, oh, I love food too. Yes. Like, it goes in my face every single day. Exactly. Wait, do you cook? Uh, no. She, I cook. Monet cooks. I she bake bakes too. as well. My um, strawberry pies are kind of legendary. Oh my gosh. Maybe I should make them and bring them. Yes. You, you know what's funny? They're I amazing. eat. So, really? I mean, what a coincidence. You can't have baking <laughs> and cooking without eating. So, like, you yeah. know, it's 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 the yin and yang of life. Absolutely. See, it always comes back to the yin and yang of life. <laughs> and you play Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. Minecraft is better than Fortnite. I'd just like to say Taking that now. Minecraft but... either. Mm. Minecraft. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. <laughs> kind of a graphics guy. And Ooh. it's just like, yeah. it's it's blocky. That's the purpose of it. And okay, and, It's and, kind and... of graphically, like, infuriating. Because you're like, I want to make a circle. Yes, I can't make a square. It's all squares. (laughs) So Minecraft never super got into. I can't get into Fortnite because I don't want to threaten you because you're probably, are you a jerk kid online? Be honest. I don't talk online. Okay, that's If I do, I do a fake Russian accent. So then everyone like is confused. It's so concerning. I'll be sitting across the couch. He's like, let me get your gun. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. You don't drop the RPG. I give you an RPG. I'm like, whoa, let's calm down. Oh, because it was, it, was, it was this little punk kid that I threatened. And when, this is back in the day when like I was playing Halo. Halo had the worst. The worst. The worst. And I was so proud of threatening like a 10-year-old. I was like, yeah, I got him. I was like, I just threatened a 10-year-old. So like, I don't do online gaming anymore. There's a crazy yeah. thing where like kids can find like fake addresses and stuff online so they'll just list off these fake addresses and you'll be like nope that's not mine but They're thanks for like trying you you're like oh, oh my well. god no no i'll be like i'm gonna find your real address and i'm like no see i'm getting <laughs> amped up no this is good for me i i had a high blood pressure induced hemorrhagic stroke i've got to keep my i gotta be calm do some yoga tai chi i, I started doing tai chi oh that's when you're like pushing yeah. and i went to a show choir camp like a, last week, and I went to a workshop, and it was a Tai Chi workshop that is absolutely off her bonkers, but it was so fun. So you're a hippie, like a I modern mean, day yeah. hippie. I mean, her I room dress is like, very hippie. I dress as well. like an uncle that's like mm-hmm. going to the casinos most of the time. Oh man, like collared shirt. I gotta tell you, like, life goals. <laughs> <laughs> cigar in hand, like. <laughs> oh yeah, wait. Hopefully not you. No, that's the uncle, not me. Punch you in the mush. <laughs> so I'm now gonna kick out these kids. Aww. Get <laughs> off of my lawn, old man Joe. So I, I, I really appreciate the perspective. I really appreciate um, uh, Abram for loving food as much as me. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, that's that's nerdum in itself. Eating. Like food nerdum, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Also, Monet is also a dance nerd. Yes. I don't want to say dance nerd because it's not nerdy. Like you do like dope dancing. Yeah. I mean, you know. Right? Yeah, well, I think it's, it's pretty dope. dope. If it was terrible, I would probably <laughs> just be like, out of all the dancing in the world, she does some of it. She is a dancer. She moves her body sometimes. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys. I'll have you guys on uh, uh, again to, to, to shout out all your socials and stuff. Absolutely. At the end. Oh, but yeah. In, in the meantime, we're going to bring another special. This is just a butler. Uh, it's a butler episode. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to be transitioning out of uh, uh, the butler children to the butlers themselves. So I'm going to bring in uh, Tamsin's husband, Scott, and Tamsin back to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, the recovery process and, and how it made the husband feel and also how proud he is of his children. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have Tamsin back here with her very sexy husband, Scott. Isn't he sexy? Hey, sexy husband, Thank Scott. You. I Thank say you. that because Scott reminds me of myself. Bald man, dope facial hair, hairy dude. Right? All of the good things. Yeah. We're killing it over here. So, so Scott, let me ask you a question. How strange was it when your daughter called you and said, hey, mom's sick? Like, not mom's sick. There's, like, there's something wrong with mom. Well, 
that's when I knew things had gone south. And I, I don't normally do this, but I just got up and left work and I didn't say anything to anybody. I just left right. and went straight home. So, yeah, it was, it was just her, the way that she sounded on the phone was so different mm-hmm. uh, from her normal behavior that I knew things were just wrong. But when you actually saw Tamsin, like, what went through your mind? So I thought she was having a stroke right off the bat. That's so amazing. Uh, and I think some of that has to do with the life-saving training that I received in, in the military. Mm-hmm. And so, What branch? Air Force. Oh. Retired. Oh. Uh, and so I, I thought something was wrong. I thought it was a stroke. I went through the, the steps that, you know, they showed us in, in, the, in the training. And right. that's when I called 911. Oh, okay. It was like, it was pretty quick. Personality-wise, how was she reacting when you saw her? She was confused. And uh, she didn't have any control. Like she tried to, we tried to get her into a chair. Mm-hmm. And she just didn't have any control uh, of her of her body, and and I knew. I mean, at that point, I was a hundred percent. That as a, so as a dude, it's been heartbreaking. It, I mean, it's just your woman. I, well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things that go through your mind right then, and it's like, you know, well, first I got to get her help. What do I do for the kids? Right. You know, because we don't have family out there, and so it's not like we can just say, hey mom and dad or brother right. sister come over and, and watch the kids it's just you guys it's just us yeah wow that's so much man if you had hair at the time it would have been gone <laughs> right that's right. a lot of stress it was stressful that's that's so crazy so i'll, I'll ask you the same thing that uh, i asked the, the kids how long did you notice a difference in personality when she came home well yeah uh, and a lot of it i kind of expected mm-hmm. from doing the research uh that said you know this is what to typically expect from a person that has that kind of stroke. Right. And so I expected her to be uh, persistent uh, to the point of obsession uh, when there was something that she wanted to do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I resemble that comment. <laughs> the emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of expected it. It's, it's one thing to expect it and to, a different thing to live with it. Right. So that was hard trying to to take on all the things that she does which is so much um you know i'm very thankful that she's back to her normal self because doing all of the things that she does at home mm-hmm. uh in addition to all the other things uh it, it's overwhelming right all right yeah it's overwhelming as somebody without a brain injury right <laughs> so i'll ask you the same peter pan hook question how long was it before you were like oh there you are. You're 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 back. You're you're not back, but like you're coming back. Like there there's there's my wife. There's the love of my life. I think after she was able to start driving again, which wasn't terribly long. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think it was end of September, beginning of October. It was October. So like maybe three months, four months after the stroke, mm-hmm. I I knew that things were going better. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh man, I don't even remember. For me, Elise, do you remember? <laughs> So yeah, so so speaking of like like recovery, it does come in waves. Like so, was it like oh wow, you're back, and then it's like oh no, you went away again? Ha- has it been like that progressively, or was it like oh she's back and she's just back in a groove? I think it would just be different stages of better. Mm-hmm. So once she started being able to drive again, her personality started coming back. Right, and then once her personality started coming back, and then she started taking on um, 
like more of the things that she did prior to the stroke. Right. She started pursuing the fitness instructor thing again and started pursuing writing again. So, and, and as she achieved each of those goals, mm-hmm. more and more of, you know, Cam prior right. came back. So you, you, is she different now today? Is is because none of us I think are exactly the same because like we damn near died right. But is she is like oh wow yeah you she shifted personalities but it, in a, a positive way I would think like do you notice a di- is she a different person today? She is. Uh, I think she is more uh, compassionate mm-hmm. uh, and understanding. Not that she wasn't compassionate. Yeah. You know what that before. means, Sam? You were a jerk. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think she tries to see more of another person's perspective right. than, than just like a normal person would. Mm-hmm. I, I, she's more compassionate. Not She wasn't like, right. like a zombie or anything. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. No, she, I think she goes out of her way now to try to understand another person and try to understand what they're coming from and living through i'm I'm like the opposite i'm like screw everybody else i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding what about you tam let me ask you a question like how long was it before you were like okay i'm, I'm feeling more and more myself i mean the thing you said where it comes in waves mm-hmm. it was kind of like that like something would happen and i would say oh this feels like it used to and then i'd regress some more and then i'd be frustrated about something else and then i'd have to get over that hump and it make no I mean, sense. It just it comes in. I did it yesterday. Ways. Why yeah. can't I do it today? Yeah, that's and the I mean, worst I, part I for guess me. that's pretty characteristic of brain injuries. Mm-hmm. Is that one day you're doing fantastic, and then the next day you just kind of regress, and there's nothing you can do about it. You, you can. You can complain. And well, yeah, okay, I can shake complain. Shake your fist at things. Yeah. And and apparently scream, get off my lawn to everybody. That's just that's my new thing. So if we've learned one thing, it's stay off Joe's lawn. Damn right, <laughs> you crazy kids, you centennials. <laughs> what about today? Today, like like here and now, how are you feeling? I mean, I feel pretty good. I mean, I definitely pass as somebody who doesn't have a brain injury for the most part, unless mm-hmm. you find me like in a confused moment or something. That's like so, every third moment of my life. No. <laughs> I think I got confused three times during this conversation. Yeah, but- I'd say that at least for me, and I can't speak on behalf of all brain injury people, but for me, it's like I kind of go around with this facade going on where I'm like, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm, you know, I've got this no problem. And on the inside, I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? I don't even why, understand. Tam, why are we that way? Why are we that way? You know, when people ask, hey, how you doing? Not that you want to unload. Oh, well, by the way, here are all of these awful, terrible, deep things that are going on with me. But why do you have to? Oh, yeah, I'm doing great. Why can't you just be like, you know, not great, but I'm working on it. Like, why can't we, we be that way? Why can't we be a little bit more open and honest? Why do we have to put on this face that like, oh, yeah, everything is fine. Well, we don't want to we don't want to be vulnerable. And also we have this perspective that what are we complaining about? We lived, right. You know, you can't be like, Oh, well I almost died, but I didn't, but man, I'm confused and can't find my way to the store today. You know, because people are like, but you didn't die. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How do they know that? Oh yeah. We're wearing t-shirts that said I almost died. How will they ever know if we wear (laughs) t-shirts? We're literally doing that. Pictures will follow this. (laughs) It's, it's strange. It's so strange because there are, I I am so happy with everything. I'm also, I almost feel bad to be miserable, yeah. you know, because I'm like, we we did live, we made it, but like, so why why am I upset? Also, I'm mostly fully functional. Yeah. Why am I complaining? I'm allowed to complain, right? Yeah. Let's complain. Okay. Let's let's have a pity party. 
Let's go. Buckle up, everybody. Everything's no, <laughs> every, everything is amazing. I, I think um, perspective is, is great because there are others out there um, that have it significantly worse. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you got, I think we're all allowed to complain a certain amount. I do feel guilty about complaining, but I think not that I want to complain. I think we just need to be a little bit more honest with how we're feeling. Yeah. Right. Because if we don't, I think we'll just stay in that feeling longer. Right. Yeah. And it's going to manifest. It's going to fester. And then it's going to raise my blood pressure. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants to. I, I don't want to wear a T-shirt that said I almost died twice. Yeah. I don't want that. Neither do you, Tam. No. No, thank you. Come on. I'll keep this T-shirt. Thanks. Yeah. Ju- just the one. Just, just the one. Just the one. No more. Let, me, let me ask you a question. Pre-stroke. Is there anything that you miss that you are either different as now or can't do now? Well, I mean, just the fact that I get so confused easily, mm-hmm. I feel a lot less capable intellectually than I used to. Right. Because, I mean, by profession, I'm a writer. Right. So to lose my words occasionally is just debilitating in my career. That must be so difficult. It is. I mean, I've found ways to dance around it. Like mm-hmm. most people with some form of aphasia, like I find ways to get my words conveyed. That was not an intentional pause. No, but, see, yeah. but that, the, you know what? I, I, not that I love that. That's so weird. Oh, I love that. No, but it, it's honest. It yeah. shows, you know, so my co-host, she has a difficulty with words sometimes because mm-hmm. of her, she has a severe concussion from a car accident. And sometimes on the podcast, she'll like, well, it's a process for finding the words and then she'll find it in a different language and then yeah. she'll have to like transition it into it's the mind is an amazing thing. You know, it's, it, it's incredible. Um, how frustrating is it to do that? Like, does it drive you crazy or are you like, okay, well, this is what this is. I'm just going to move forward. I mean, it drives me crazy on some level, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times I find it amusing. Like, what was that one? We were talking about swaddling babies and I couldn't remember the word swaddling. So I said comforting bondage. And I thought that was so hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. New band name. Yeah. (laughs) But so stuff like that, you can't not laugh at that, that your brain would come up with that. So it finds the way to get there. It's just not necessarily the way I want to get there. Yeah. No, I I don't really have that because I wasn't very bright to begin with. So I didn't have to worry so much about words. My co-host, though, you know, she said something where she was like, I was trying to just use the word fuse, like two things fused together. Mm -hmm. She's like, and all I could think of is the end of a bomb. Yeah. And she's like, that's a different fuse. She's like, but that's the only thing that stuck in my head. She's also a writer, you know? So, but you are an amazing writer, Tam. Thank you. I know this because I've read several of your things. Thank you very much. Award winning. (laughs) Oh, Ooh. So no, but you had something published for the Heart Association? Yes. Yes. How awesome is that? That's great. I think that's 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 really cool. And that's how Sarah found you. Yeah, that's how Sarah Sarah found me. Stromy when she turned into a stalker. Yes. She's very aggressive. Yes. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. I know. There's yeah. no getting away from her, but yeah, so I kind of love it. That's my, my, my stroke girlfriend. She, I'm her stroke boyfriend, not because I want to, because she forced me to be. She's like, you. She's my very stroke aggressive. Boyfriend. She's yes. like, yeah. It was <laughs> she was like, you, Tamson, you are going to be my friend. And I, I kind of like, picture her like a caveman. Like, she's holding you by your hair, and she has this <laughs> big stick, you know? <laughs> like yeah, a club. but, like, but like, we're not resisting that much. We're kind of like, okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll be... This will be my amazing stroke girlfriend. Yeah. I guess that's kind of cool. But yeah, you you did. You contributed to to my blog and told your story, and I think it was amazing. Thank you. Oh well, obviously it is amazing. But like you're 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 a great writer. And Thank you. So are you back to writing frequently on a I, regular basis? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing it again professionally, mm-hmm. but um, I'm not writing to the extent that I used to write. Like I used to write books, but just the thought of trying to conquer a book now is just too much for me hey slowly but surely it's all yeah. steps i tell everybody it's all steps yeah you know you can't run before you walk you can't walk before you crawl true so what what stage are you at are, are you jogging i'd say i'm at a brisk walk brisk walk see hey yeah. progress 
right? Yeah. It's an amazing thing. And being a fitness instructor, mm-hmm. how like physically, huge difference, subtle difference? If from pre-stroke? Yeah. I mean. So like, like if, it, if this was steps, are you running now? Um, I'd say that I'm jogging. You're jogging? Okay. Yeah. That's a good thing. Right? Yeah. Right. And, and you enjoy doing that. Absolutely. I oh love gosh. it. You, I mean, I'm very strong, you know. No joke. Yeah. She's <laughs> literally holding her husband over her head right now. Yeah. We're doing squats with Scott on my head. <laughs> no, it's guy. just, I mean, I'm very strong just in general. So I'd say if you put me up like an average woman of my age, I'm stronger. 18 so, years old. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but so what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Never mind. There it went. Hey, the, yeah, brain stuff. I always say, like, in the middle of a conversation, I'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, damn, brain. Yeah. <laughs> I have it constantly. So you suffer suffered aphasia, or do you still suffer aphasia? I still suffer it, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Okay. It's definitely there, though. I, I don't think I ever had aphasia. Not 100% sure, but if I did, maybe I, maybe I did. No, I just have short-term memory stuff because of um, the bleeding in my brain. Yeah. So, like, short-term, it's, it would be Groundhog Day. Yeah, you know, it would be memento. Be like, oh, who am I? And it was weird because like I would meet people and like they knew me, and I'm like, I have no idea who you are. But I would do that thing that you kind of do. I'd pretend like everything was fine, and yeah. I, I I have like little tips and tricks for myself that I can get out of things. Like I can talk my way out of like looking silly or look like looking like something's wrong with me, even though there's something wrong with me. Yeah, you know. I want to get away from that. I want, I think all of us survivors have to get away from that. If there's something wrong, let it go. Like, let it be wrong. You know, I, I had um, trouble in doing, um, like, uh, the steps for things. So, like, you know, like, some people, like, after a stroke, it'll be like, uh, they'll brush their teeth, but they forgot to put the toothpaste on the toothbrush. It's like the, 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 the steps like that. Like, I had a little bit of that. But then I would quickly, like, make up a reason why I didn't do it, even yeah. though it was like, no, it was my brain. It wasn't this other stupid thing that I'm doing, but I'm very quick-witted. You know, and I just didn't want people to look at me like, oh, wait, what's wrong with that guy? Don't, don't do that anymore, Tam. Just be like, hey, th- th- this is what's happening to me. Yeah, but I, I mean, live, so I deal with it. I've reached a point to where, you know, if I get confused or something and somebody doesn't know my history, I'll just be like, sorry, I have a brain injury. And I just stop there. I'm not I tell people brain injury as opposed to stroke, because when you say stroke, they're like, what? Oh. But you're so young. What do you mean you had a stroke? But if you say brain injury, they're like, oh, OK, because that's so in the news with, you know. Football yeah. and oh yeah, yeah with Khal- with Khaleesi. I, I I know it's Daenerys Lauren. I say Khaleesi because most people know her as Khaleesi. My co-host yells at me because she's like Khaleesi is a title, it's not a name. <laughs> We'd know either way. Joe. So I would say I would say stroke because I want people to be like, but you're so young. I'm like, oh yes, yeah, yeah thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I had my wisdom teeth, all of them pulled because they said I was young. So I had issues with one of my wisdom teeth and they're like, all right, cool. So we're going to have to take out the other one to match your bite. And they're like, while you're young, we should probably take out the other side because it gets more difficult as you get older. And I was like, oh, you call me young. Do whatever you need to. I remember them telling me that when I was in my 30s. They're like, we should do this while you're young. And I was Wait, like, are, oh, are you, no. You're not in your 30s? I'm 45, babe. Get the- <laughs> Sorry. I was going to drop a huge F-bomb right there. Are you really? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. I was going to say like the worst thing you can say to a woman in her mid forties, I was gonna say well preserved. I don't know. That's a horrible. <laughs> She's a mummy. You look amazing. Thank I, you. I was I was under the assumption well that preserved. you were in your mid thirties. No, forties are the new thirties. Yeah, ask Jay Z. Yeah, ask Jay Z. Um, I didn't know you were older than I. Yes, I am. I thought you I was. Snapper? I, yeah, yeah. You're yelling at me to get off your lawn. Get That's off cool. my lawn, Joe. <laughs> 
So let so let, let me ask you a question, Stromy Tamson. Yes. Um, being an advocate with the other two Stromies, how did that come about? I know we talked about this when we did the whole thing, but can you give the people a quick gist of who the Stromies are and what you guys do? Yeah. Well, I met Angie at a uh, Stroke Survivor Advocate Summit, mm-hmm. and we just happened to be sitting next to each other. And she had seen me speak at the Go Red for Women Expo. So she kind of was sitting there thinking, oh, I really want to talk to this lady. And I was sitting there looking at Angie going, she is fabulous. I really want to talk to this lady. So we started chatting and we said, well, let's meet for coffee sometime. So we meet for coffee and she comes in in this flurry of fabulousness, plops down in front of me and opens up a notebook, puts her finger up to say like one minute, looks down and reads and looks up at me and goes, how are you? Because she had made herself notes to say, ask her how she is. And I was like, you are my people. I love you already. And we just immediately bonded. That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, because Angie, I mean, you've seen Angie. She presents so well. She's so beautiful and wonderful. The fact that she might have the same things going on in her brain that I do, I was immediately drawn to that. That's 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 amazing. And then when you met Sarah, she stalked you. She was like outside of your window, hanging out in your bushes. It was weird, Sarah. It was weird. But it was okay, Sarah. It was also Angie. Come on, Angie. You're the only Stromy that I don't really know very well. Joe wants to be furiously uh, um, fabulous, just like you. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When, when you go see Angie, tell her hit me up. I will. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, so two of the three Stromies met in person. I need a hug, Angie. Like in person, for real, for real. She does give really good hugs. Does she? Yeah. I give horrible hugs. No, I give great hugs. You know, I just hugged you. That hug was just wonderful. It was fantastic. I, I think it was warm. It, it was because I hugged the hubby too and the Chirins. Right. Yes. And then they 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 hugged my dog, so it's cool. You know, that's yes, honestly the real reason why they came here isn't to do the podcast or to meet me. It was to hang out with Stella. Who's I mean, lying at, least, down on the at least we're honest about it. That's you know, true. we really, really wanted to meet Stella. That's very true. Well, I really appreciate what the Stromies do for the community. You know, okay. I, I don't remember because I had a brain injury. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, I don't remember how I met everybody. Like if you guys reached out to me or if I reached out to you guys, I just know that we became like all like fast friends, especially Sarah, because I had no choice. You know. She's persistent, yeah. She is. No, I remember when you wrote the blog for us, because mm-hmm. I do the editing of the blog, and I was reading it, and I was like, what a story, because it was like you were having the stroke, but you still went to a bar or something <laughs> yeah, to watch was, music or Felice something. Felice was performing. And I was like, my goodness. I was like, this guy is amazing. No, no, this this guy this guy's an idiot for sure. <laughs> he had a stroke, and <laughs> he went to have another beer. He finished the show. Yeah, um, my emotional regulation like during that time was awful. Period. Well, here's, I want to make sure I say this though. When I was reading your blog, it was really the first time that I realized that stroke presents differently in people because I thought everybody had the same experience I had. And I was like, there's no way I could have went to a bar. I couldn't have even driven or anything. So reading yours, I was like, huh, maybe people have different experiences with stroke. And I think that's important for people to know. Oh no, it's all the same. I'm just special. When you said, um, I think you said you felt weird in your own body. Did you feel weird in your own body? Absolutely. I felt like somebody had taken the essence of who I was and put me in an elderly body. Honestly, Crazy, is what it felt right? like. Me, it was, it was kind of cool because I lost 30 pounds. I didn't even need to work out. Oh, well, pardon me. All I, I had gained to do, 30 pounds. So all I had to good. do was have a stroke. It was amazing. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. Everybody take care of yourselves. But, but you know, like I, I was 30 pounds heavier. Like I was, it, it was like the worst. But then I woke up and I'm in this frail body. I have to use a cane, which I hated to use. You had a walker. Yeah. I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> but you were smart. You used your walker. I didn't. I didn't use my cane. And I would fall down randomly. Like they give you these things because you need them, you know? But again, yeah. vanity, also idiocy. And the fact that, like, we, I'm doing the quote, like, we present well. 
Yeah. We got to stop being like, let's just be honest. Let's be honest about like what's going on with us because we're going to heal better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I find when I write my most like vulnerable blogs for the Stromies blog, that's when people react the most. When I'm like, you know, this thing is really difficult for me to write about, but I'm going to write about it anyhow. That's when people are like, I wish I, you know, this is what my brain was saying too. You know, this is exactly how I feel. Isn't it great? Like when you're open and honest, like how we can actually help and touch other people. Yeah, absolutely. I never wanted anybody to like, look at me like a certain way. So I never, it took me about a year before I looked at pictures of me, myself in the hospital. Yeah. And then when I actually posted a picture of me, like in the hospital looking like death, I got the most response from that because people are like, oh, and when I talk about, yeah, I'm having a rough day, people are like, oh, you know, I'm glad, not that they're glad I'm having a rough day, but I'm glad that like it's happening to you because it happens to me. Yeah. You know, and I think we can't just put that front like everything is great. Nah, man, we almost died, you know, and that doesn't go away. Like we're, we're dealing with the ramifications of that now and our families are dealing with ramifications of that now too. So it's not just us, it's bigger than us. Absolutely. Your husband has to deal with it. Your kids have to deal with it. You know, it, it's 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 a bigger picture, but I think we all have to be honest and 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 talk about it. You know, yeah. And I appreciate the Stromies for doing what you guys do. Thank you for being advocates in our community. I like saying our community. It is our community. I'm gonna be arrogant in my community. No, in no? Joe's community. Yeah, too. No, too yeah. way too arrogant. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I think so. You guys inspired me to to you know to do the same. You know to. Um, share people's stories because I think it helps us to share it. It helps in our recovery. Yeah. It also helps other people out there to hear it, to know that they're not alone because I know what it is to feel alone and isolated in this. And I just can't appreciate you guys anymore for making me not feel alone. I'm never in this alone because I always have the Stromies. True. You know? And you guys always have the neuro nerds. Yeah. And on top of it, we got the stroke of genius guys. We've got, you know, we, we've got niece. We've got Brittany. We're all connected like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, speaking of nerdum, what's your nerdum, Tam? Is fitness nerdum a thing? It is. It is. Okay, I'm a fitness You're nerd. a fitness nerd? Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, that's so nerdy. Out of all this, that's definitely the nerdiest. Scott, what's your nerdum? Ooh. Do I just pick one? No, you you throw out a couple. Uh, so I like high fantasy, mm-hmm. like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Wheel of Time, uh, comic book nerd, uh, Marvel. Oh, yep. Okay, my people. Star Wars. Oh, Star Trek. Oh, I got Star Wars tattoos. <laughs> so wait, Star Wars and Star Trek. Video games, ah. technology. Oh, tech. Fitness. Abram. Oh, reading yeah. in general. Dancing. I cannot dance. They did <gasps> not get that. Monet. I ha- I've taken lesson. I have was one. it a, wait was it a twerk class no okay unfortunately. so so Lauren can teach you how to twerk she taught me how to twerk briefly she was like, like I was laying down on the floor and she was like okay now loosen this and do this and do this and I was like all right like, oh my god I'm twerking it's so bizarre <laughs> I don't know if they want that in the world so basically Scott's just a nerd I'm a huge nerd yeah yeah, yeah for yeah. Yeah, yes I was gonna say that I was like you married a nerd. <laughs> I know. She knew that going in. I did, I did. not hide any of it. Well, that, that's all. See, we have to be honest. He didn't put on a front like, I'm the coolest guy in the world. You look like a super cool dude, right? I, I feel cool. Yeah, like little little does everybody know, super nerd. Yeah, right. super nerd. Yeah, but it, it, how beautiful is the world that we live in right now where that is cool, right? It's the best. It's time to let your nerd flag fly. Say that three times fast. Say it one time good. <laughs> so, so I, I I really appreciate you guys. I think this has been uh, informative. I love the perspective of having the kids and the family here. This has been this has been great. This is like such a a, a, a treat. I'm so happy to meet another third of the Stromies. Ange, 
Can I, can I call her Ann? Yes, you may I'm call her, her Ann. I'm gonna Ange? I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got I got clearance from Tam. Everybody's their short. Is Sarah? I'm gonna call Sarah Sarah. Sarah. Sarah and <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I'm super appreciative of you guys. That, that this has been great. It's been a great information. You've raised amazing children. You have Thank a you. super dope husband who's a super nerd. <laughs> and I appreciate what you do for the community. I really do. You know, it's it means so much to me. And it means so much to everybody because it, we have the most be- beautiful community in the world. It's so helpful. It's so caring and it's so giving. And I'm so happy to meet you. I think you're super dope, Samson. And I'm still going away. That, you know, oh, clearly. Amazing. I know. It's, it's like, how did you not know this? You I guys know have I, no idea what I'm sitting across from right hey, now. I, He's I, amazing. I, I, I got I to gotta tell you, I'm just going to blame the brain injury because like it should have just been known. You've heard me. We've spoken before. Also, Joe Borges humble human being yes absolutely the most humble so i'm gonna now give out all the socials so i'll do my socials and then i'm gonna bring in the uh uh, the kids and everybody scott do you want to give your socials scott does not want to give his socials (laughs) (laughs) because he doesn't want to be flooded by other nerds they're like wait a minute you like game of thrones and star wars and star trek we gotta hang out no nerds leave him alone he's married i'm anti-social so follow me at joe so rocks everywhere follow lauren at lauren l manzano on instagram follow us at the neuro nerds everywhere follow tamson at stromies.com also uh, instagram is three stromies three stromies joe knew that knew that thank you joe joe will you just <laughs> joe that out remembers there for things me? thank you and then you can also follow the little cheerins out there you can follow monet at Monet X Butler on Instagram. And then I also have a thrifting account if you want to follow that. You absolutely should. And it's Monet's Thrift Flips. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And we've got Abram. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Abram underscore eats. And then definitely subscribe to my YouTube at Swirlzy Web. But if that's too complicated, just look at my Instagram. All of these will be in the in the show notes. Um, wait, Swirlzy Web. Swirlzy Web. I'm absolutely going to subscribe to that. And I'm going to comment on every video positively. I think, wait, I think I'm not making any promises. Every comment, get off my lawn, get off my lawn. lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, by the way, Centennials, get off my lawn. And on that beautiful note, thank you to the butlers for doing this. Tamson, thank you so much. Thank you for living, Tam. Thank you, Joe. Same to you. Also, uh, uh, thank you for having such an amazing fashion sense. The pictures will be on my Instagram page soon. We're so (laughs) avant-garde. So so, uh, uh, thanks to Stromies as well for being advocates in this community. We really love you guys. And on that beautiful note, this neuro nerd is out. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.